Right now, let's chat to Josh Wye. He's our NFL man. What's going on with Tom Brady is one of the questions we need to ask. And we'll do that now with Josh here on Sports Breakfast. Josh, good morning. Morning, guys. How are we? We're really well, thank you. And uh, we always appreciate your time to chat uh, NFL at uh, this, well, this very important stage of the year now. We're up to uh, week number seven. What happened to the Bucks yesterday? They didn't score a touchdown. They didn't score at all until the last. They got beaten by the Panthers, 21-3. And I guess all the question marks are around Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady famously said back in 2014 that he'll retire when he's not good at football anymore. And I think we're edging closer and closer towards that date. He hasn't been good for the last couple of weeks. And a a, a big portion of that is uh, lack of help around him. And, you know, often we see quarterbacks, you know, flourish in some systems where they've got a lot of help and then they go to another team and and it's not as good to the coaching or, or the, the offensive line and, and whatnot around them and they and they crumble. And this is probably the case in point with, with Tom is the offense around him is, is um, very banged up on the offensive line. And, and uh, while he has a lot of weapons, they are also banged up apart from, from Mike Evans. So there's a few reasons, but he's also missing on a, fro- on, on a lot of throws and, and uh, not sort of in, in rhythm like we normally see from him. Another quarterback under pressure is uh, Matt Ryan from the Colts, brought in from the Falcons last year. They thought he was going to be the godsend for their offensive, but um, has struggled. He's got a shoulder injury, but they've now told him that he probably will be sitting on the bench. He's gone to number two. Yeah, this this is a this is my team, so I'm I'm very much feeling this. So I can I can dig deep into this one, but um, you know Matt Ryan hasn't been great, but I would probably attribute. 30% of the blame uh, to him. He's, a, he's an older quarterback. He's not very mobile. When he has a clean pocket, he's been able to make throws. But um, this year, he just hasn't had many instances where he's had a clean pocket. The offensive line is is terrible. They've had a lot of injuries at wide receiver and running back, uh, like the Bucks as well. So there's a lack of depth there that, that comes from the, the top, and the coaching hasn't been as great from, from Frank Reich as what we've seen. So um, I think this is a little bit of a throwing under the bus of Matt Ryan when there's probably some other players in, in coaches and, and the GM that probably need to look in the mirror more a little bit with the Colts because uh, what was around him was very hard for Matt Ryan. In, in saying that, he, he did make a lot of fumbles and, and threw some interceptions as well. So um, their new quarterback can move a bit more and, and, and evade pressure a little bit better and, and take off and run. So that might help with uh, their situation with the offensive line. So it might give them some much-needed juice. Is that Sam Ellinger or something? He, he, he's come, he sort of made a pretty big jump. Yeah, he has. He, he, played, he played at Texas. He, he played really well in the preseason, but, you know, the preseason to regular season is is obviously a, a different beast. But uh, he, he's shown a lot of mobility with his legs and, and uh, he's, he's shown that when he rolls out and on the run, he's, he's quite an accurate passer on the run. But if he's throwing from a clean pocket, he's not going to drop the ball deep into the into the bucket like what we've seen from Matt Ryan. You know, just last week, Matt Ryan probably had his best game as a Colt and then a week later, constantly under pressure and, and through picks and, and they only put up 10 points. So um, it just depends on, on the situation, I guess. But uh, we'll, we'll see what Sam Ellinger does. And, you know, since Andrew Luck retired, they've gone through a clown car of quarterbacks. So, you know, more more and more losses maybe edges them closer to a, to a, a future answer at the QB rather than uh, signing a a 30-year-old veteran every season. Yeah, keep an eye on the Colts, as Josh does, with that being his team. Uh, Josh, go all the way back to Thursday night football. 
The Cardinals and the New Orleans Saints, 42-34. The Cardinals won. It's unusual. Andy Dalton, four touchdowns, three intercepts, uh, interceptions, and he finishes on the losing side. Yeah, he threw two pick sixes, unfortunately, um, within about 90 seconds mm. of each other, which pretty much was the, the death blow just before halftime. Uh, one of those pick sixes was entirely on his wide receiver who juggled the ball and tried to bring it in and ma- magically just popped it up for the defender. And, and the second was uh, vintage Andy Dalton. Uh, you know, he, he his first touchdown pass was an absolute beauty. It was a 50-yard bomb and it was perfectly placed. And you look at that and you think, oh, that's why Andy Dalton you know, played in this league for 10 years as a starter, and then you see the pick six later and you go, oh, that's why he's not starting anymore. Um, so it's it's a it's tough reality for the Saints. They're two and five, but they've, they've been in every game they've been in. They've had lead late in games. They were up against the Bengals last week, and, you know, it, it is two and five, but thankfully for them, um, their division is, is wide open right now. We just talked about the Bucks, who are currently leading the division with three wins and four losses. So um, anything's possible with, with plenty of uh, games left in the in the season. Um, the Green Bay Packers, three in a row. So uh, a loss to the, the Washington Commanders and a bit of pressure now on Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, there's, this is nine straight starts now that Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown for more than 260 passing yards, which is pretty pretty crazy in the modern NFL to not be throwing more than 300 passing yards uh, you know, every four or five starts, just given the way the league is. And uh, his body language is terrible as well. He, he looks like he doesn't want to be there. Uh, the, the wide receivers are not helping him out, but at the same time, um, like Tom Brady, he's he's just not playing like we expect him to be. You know, he's also a, a QB that's that's getting on in years, and there was talk about retirement or moving on, and, and he decided to stay with the Packers. And I think um, at this point, he's regretting that decision, and um, they look they look in shambles, to be honest. So I'm not sure what the answer is for the Packers because their defense is is just as bad as well, despite having. Um, a lot of high hopes coming to the season with their personnel. I, I really had high hopes for their defense as well, but uh, they, they just can't stop the run and, and they're leaking passes uh, left, right and centre. Josh Wise with us, NFL expert. We're chatting week seven of the uh, the NFL. Still one game to come this morning, our time. Uh, Josh, this is the time of year where maybe the best start to separate themselves from the rest. Question without notice, how many teams are still in Super Bowl contention for you at this stage of the year? <laughs> It's a hard one. It's really a weird, weird league. I think the the Eagles, obviously, at six and zero, the cream of the crop in the NFC, and then you've got the Buffalo Bills and, and Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Bills at five and one, um, the Chiefs at five and two. Just just dropped forty points on what was the number one rated defense coming into the, coming into the week in the Forty ers So they're definitely the three that um, I I expect to see at least in the AFC Championship game and then whoever the Eagles play in the NFC Championship game. But you could throw a blanket over who the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth best team is. It's hard to work out who that next best team is after uh, after those top three. And then there's a there's a plethora of teams that are that are you know five and one and six and one like the, the Vikings and, and the Giants. That I'm still not sure how really good they are and whether they're just um, have been a little bit lucky, then they they could just be maybe a four and three team that's had a few lucky bounces go their way. And there's a there's a, a few teams like like the Rams, the, the defending champs. They're three and three, and they're playing awful. But you know they've still got Matthew Stafford and and McVay there that you could easily see now post by potentially could turn things around a little bit and, and go on a run as well. So it's a tough one. But apart from those top three teams, I can't really <laughs> I can't really give an answer. It's it's been a very weird season. There's three elite teams and two bad teams and the rest is all in the middle in a murky sort of stew, I guess. 
Patriot Bears uh, to come today, Josh. But before we talk about that, a lot of injuries this this weekend. A lot of injuries maybe over the course of this this season so far. Um, always challenging for teams when you lose your best players and starters to injury. Yeah, definitely. And the Jets are a team that you know you, you, you'd be so happy. The Jets Jets fans, you're five and two. You you finally have something going going well for you, and and then you you wake up this morning and you see that Brees Hall, their, their standout running back and, and likely favourite for Offensive Rookie of the Year, if he sees out the year, he's done his ACL and he's out, out for the year. And their, their second-round pick, who's who's an offensive guard who is playing well and creating a lot of those holes for, for Brees Hall to run through, he's got a triceps injury and he's out for the year. So you're 5-2, and two, you've just lost two of your most exciting players, the, the reason for your, for your increased success, and, and they're gone this morning. So it's it's... It's really hard, and, and the Chargers are another team. They're four and three, and they just lost JC Jackson there, their um, big spending free agent corner that uh, is supposed to help their defense. And um, now they've lost him for the season. Mike Mike Williams, their star wide receiver as well. So thankfully they have a bye week, and I, I think no team deserves a bye week more than the Chargers at the moment, just for the amount of injuries that they've got. Um, is there any Aussie watch news, or is that pretty light on? <laughs> a lot on this week. Uh, no uh, Michael Dixon uh, running it. In the end zone, or no Mitch Wisniewski uh, filling in for a kicker and, and slotting an extra point. So, uh, and, and Jordan Maylada uh, rightfully on by after his uh, comeback from injury, so he'll be well rested and, and ready to go next week when um, the Eagles start to continue their unbeaten run. One game to come, as we mentioned, Patriots Bears starts just over an hour from now. As we chat to you, Josh, uh, will there be any surprises here? How will this play out? I, I think uh, I think the Patriots the Patriots should roll uh, Bill Belichick in line here to, to break a, a coaching record um, in Chicago, and, and that's on prime time. So it's well-timed by the NFL, and uh, I think Mac Jones back at QB. Um, I, I do think the Patriots uh, will get the win, but one thing the Patriots have struggled against in recent years is mobile quarterbacks and QBs that can run the ball. So that's something Justin Fields can do. So whether we see him running the ball a little bit more on some design runs to, to pick up some first downs and extend drives, um, we'll have to see how they go, but, but the Bears last week in prime time entered the red zone four times and came around came away with three points. Um, so that's something they need to improve on. If they can if they can do that and test the, test the Patriots, it could be a, a little bit closer than many expect. Well, we're looking at some pictures coming through courtesy of ESPN at the moment. It looks cold and wet, uh, so it might be a little bit slippery. Conditions might be a little bit tougher than we think. Might not uh, might not be uh, much passing. It could be one of those quick games that's over in two and a half hours with uh, with all the running of the football. Both teams prefer to run the football, so um, yeah, it could be a gritty sort of eighties, early nineties style game in, in in the conditions and the elements. Let's hope we see some touchdowns and some scores uh, out of this particular game. Josh, nice to chat to you on a Tuesday, and uh, already up to week seven, almost in the books. Look forward to chatting next week. Sounds good. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks, Josh White, joining us, our NFL expert here on Sport FM.